0: Hey guys, it me, Ray. I'm back, host of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. I took a hiatus for a couple months because I was working on some other projects, but I'm glad to say that I will be back wherever you're listening to this podcast every Sunday, 9 30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. New episodes will be dropping, so please you know, get back in the groove and subscribe, rate and review this podcast so you can get those fresh episodes. I will say the reason that I was gone, among other things, is that I started a new cartoon, a web series with my friend Julissa. So I've been working on that. And I'm excited for you all to go see that. So please go to our website, Julissa Who, that's J-U-L-I-S-A-W-H-O.com. And follow us on Instagram at Julissa underscore Who. And yeah, it's going to be a funny cartoon, a great show. If you guys are in the LA area, we'd actually love to have you out to our premiere of the show. We're making space august 10th it's gonna be great we're gonna have a dj live music performances live stand-up comedy food drinks merch the whole nine yards so if you're in the la area please go to julisahoo.com and find out more about the event and it's free free 99 y'all know i'm cheap so i had to make that a deal for you guys it's free roll through come through if you're in la august 10th But other than that, you know, let's start the show. Hey, listeners! I'm here today with my good friend Tiffany. She's very small, (laughs) but very wise and loud. she is gonna tell us about you know saving uh financial tips that we can use to diversify to save and to you know stop making excuses for ourselves so thanks tiffany for being on the show how you doing wonderful thanks for having me today ray ray (laughs) okay
1: so, so, so for you right now, you're being super smart with your money because you're understanding that, hey, there's one source where a majority of it is coming from, and there's one source that's going to make me the, the money that's going to pay my rent and that's going to pay my bills and blah, blah, blah. And that's all fine and good at the end of the day. But because you are smart and because you think, you know that that's not always going to be 100% there. Nothing's ever guaranteed, mm-hmm. right? So you're taking it upon yourself. You're taking matters into your own hands and saying, Hey, I want to invest into some real estate. Hey, well, I want to invest into some land. Hey, I want to invest into you know, some stocks, some equities. I want to buy some whatever. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, knock on wood, if shit goes to shit with you know, your current gig that's paying your bills right now, not only are you smart and have an emergency fund, so you know you can tap into that, but outside of the emergency fund, you will still have small pieces of revenue coming from all of these channels, you know, that, that, that you're getting money from. And it doesn't even have to be all of these channels. It doesn't even have to be like 10, but like imagine you find the right company to invest in stocks wise. And let's say you buy nothing crazy. Let's say you buy like 10 shares, right? And you buy them at 10 bucks a pop. And by the time that you knock on wood, lose your job two years from now, let's say they've appreciated to $250. That's a huge markup. That's a huge markup, right? Like, at that point, if you needed to, you could cash that out, pay your rent for like six months right there. That's
0: true. I feel you get like what I'm saying? That's just a small thing. That's true. I mean, I guess I have a 401k, so that is stocks, I guess. <laughs> but
1: 401k is the lowest form of investing. That's true. That's all corporate. It's better grant. than it's nothing. Better than nothing. Better than,
0: a lot of people don't, don't even know that, yeah. what a 401k yeah, is. Yeah. For sure. For but sure. I did, like, I am very good about saving. Like, that's why... I was able to take off May. I didn't work for a whole month, and you were fine. And I was chilling. <laughs> like I have, you a, weren't I, worried. No, no, I have a job now. And I, like I said, I was never making a lot of money. Like I was not making that much money working at. But you were saving. But I, yeah, I, I save because I, I live within my means, and I feel like I'm never. You know me, like, you're not flashy,
1: you're not trying to cough, you know, this and that. But I still
0: have, I enjoy myself, like, I go out to restaurants, I go to the spa, I I don't feel like I'm restricting myself, but I still save, I'm not spending at my limit, like, even though I wasn't making that much money, I was able to save, like, a thousand dollars a month. I was talking to my friend, and she made, she was making six figures, and I was telling her, oh, yeah, I joined Equinox. And she was like, You fucking go to Equinox? How can you afford? <laughs> she and she was like, making You six make figures six here. figures. How come you you can afford to go to Equinox? I make much less money than you. And I can go to Equinox. She's like, Oh, I could never afford that. Like, she told me her rent, she had a roommate, so her rent was only like 1200 so if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, how you can afford two hundred dollars? She's not her means. No. I had some
1: crazy expenses. Right? Well,
0: she was. Every time I saw her, she has some new outfit, which is cool. <laughs> like if you want to be buying outfits, but outfits don't appreciate in value. No, they depreciate. Yes, literally. So the exact it's like answer. if you're making a hundred grand. And I and I told her I'm like, oh yeah, I save about a thousand dollars a year, and she was like, I mean a month, and she was like, what? I could never save a thousand dollars a month. And I that's all for like six years. Yeah, figures. so I was like, you make a hundred thousand, your rent is like eleven, twelve hundred. You said, like, I don't think she wasn't driving like an expensive car or right, anything. Right. So I'm like, what? Are, if going she went to? to like a state school, so I'm sure her student loans, if she had any, weren't that high. So I'm like, if you're making $100,000 a year, how come you can't save $1,000 a month? Like, what are you spending your money on? And I think that's what, just like, even working on this TV show, I got mad because everyone that all the writers in that room are rich like the poorest person in that room was making like $250,000 a year that was like the lowest (laughs) paid person but yet they would complain every month about like not having money and I was so confused like what are you spending your money on I, I really couldn't understand it and so I was talking to one of the girls, I'm like, yeah, I love all you guys, but when you complain about being poor, I'm like, I am a real poor person, like, <laughs> look at, like, you guys are rich, and I'm like, do you know what the median wage in America is? People like, are so out of touch, so disconnected,
1: I kid you not, you ask people, you say, hey, what is the median salary, in, or better yet, better yet, ask them, what is the threshold salary that you have to make? To, 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 to be classified as as oh, pop, yeah poverty, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a poverty line poverty line yeah exactly, and I kid you not there's people who will say uh, I don't know like hundred grand <laughs> uh, I don't know like seventy five grand that's like poverty right? dude oh people God. are extremely extremely out of touch okay but I everything sure. is relative people do not that's live true. people do not live within oh. their means. Or they do, but they live paycheck to paycheck. You get what I'm saying? They don't understand, they don't understand the importance of an emergency fund. The emergency fund is lit.
0: (laughs) The emergency fund is lit. I repeat myself. The emergency fund is (laughs) lit. That's the title of the podcast. (laughs)
1: That is literally, no I'm not even joking, I don't say that to joke, I say that because I'm being completely serious, like you are someone that's going to be able to resonate with that because when you decided to take, when you decided in April that you were going to take a whole month off in May, like I bet it's something that you didn't have to think twice about, you didn't have to wonder, okay am I going to be able to feed myself, am I going to be able to pay my rent, am I going to be able to still go out and enjoy life and do all the things that I would normally do in any other month. You didn't have to think about it because you knew that your emergency fund was lit.
0: <laughs> it was lit, you're right.
1: <laughs> like you knew that it was going to take care of you, and you didn't have to stress, you didn't have to restrict yourself, you didn't have to say, okay, so for this month, you know, like, yes, I'm going to take the month off, but I got to cut this off, and I got to cut that off, and I got to eat this way, and I got to shop this way, and I got to reduce these utilities, and I got to ask my landlord for this extension, like, you know, you literally didn't have to do any of that because you knew that you had the emergency fund you. Like, like you, no, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so true. many people, yes, they're out there, they're making six figures, they're making seven figures even, but look at the lifestyles that they are trying to keep up with. Like, they drive this kind of car, they drive multiple cars, they have, you know, they, they, they live in places that, quite frankly, they can't afford. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you said about your friend, you know, they're out here buying outfits, b- buying bling, buying ice, buying literally unnecessary things. So... Yeah, maybe they're okay. You know, they're getting by, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. So that the moment that shit goes wrong with that source of income, obviously what happens? They're fucked because they have all of these crazy overhead expenses and, you know, they're not going to be able to not everybody's able to have that fast of a rebound rate of just getting back on their feet the next day and finding a job that's going to be equivalent the next day.
0: You go, you no, know yeah, that's totally true. That's why like, I, as you increase like I already have my plans. I'm like, okay, when I get staffed on the show, like the lowest paid writer staff writer minimums are around $4,000 a week you get paid okay so i'm like oh i'm gonna be set i'm, be, I'm like four thousand dollars a week i can pay all my fucking expenses and ball out in one ball week out. <laughs> in one weeks of pay so i know i'm gonna save all the rest of that because like i don't need to to do it that that's why i was saying to one of the writers like yeah like i was telling her my plan like yeah when i get the money i'm gonna do this because you guys i don't understand how you don't save how you don't have these things like all of you are complaining about you can't buy a house but you're making half a million dollars a year. I know the housing market is expensive. We live in LA but still like you can buy a million dollar house if you're making half a million dollars a year. Like 100%. it's not yeah it's not that big of you put a deal. A couple percent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. And she was like, Yeah, you say that now. I used to be like you, like when I was an assistant and making not making that much money I used to think the same thing but she's like well you know when I got my money like you want to spend money you want to eat yeah, at a nice restaurant. I want to do this I'm that's like, fine yeah. but in moderation yeah, that's exactly. the thing
1: like like in moderation you know what I mean like I, I completely agree with that like like, with what I'm making right now... You know, this goes back to what I was you literally... You ball out.
0: This is like height beast over there. You ball out. <laughs> this is literally what I was just
1: saying about my rent situation. You know what I mean? Like, after I move out of here, I was literally telling you. I was like, hey, like, I, I always want to be leveling up. You know, I always want to be advancing. I always want to be upgrading, not downgrading. Not the opposite. You get what I'm saying? So I get that. Like, I get that, people. You know, when you when you make money, you should enjoy the benefits. Yeah. You should reap the benefits of, it, of that. I'm not against that at all. But, again be calculated like be calculated and be smart about it like make sure that you always got a few racks to put to the side
0: like you know if like if you're, you're making, like, how old are you like 24 25 yes. but I'm saying that's so young like most people especially when I was 24 I wasn't thinking of these things I feel like the average person your age is not like I'm gonna save like you're talking about talking to your CPA I'm sure like People don't average twenty four. They probably think that's like CPK, calorie oh piece of kitchen. Like, <laughs> really? oh <my> <laughs> that's why with the average person your age is thinking about these things. So, how do you think? Like, what I guess inspired you to get like knowledge about personal finance and saving and stuff? Because I feel like that's not the norm for people.
1: Honestly. To me the world is like a scary place like I've knock on wood, you know, and praise God I've never had to go through any crazy like emergencies or like job loss or anything like that But you see it every single fucking day, Mm -hmm. especially living right here, you know, OCLA. It's not out of the norm to literally be wholly, you know, like employed one day and then completely not literally the next day for absolutely no rhyme or reason No warning, no nothing. You get what I'm saying? Like, you see that literally every single day. And for me, like I said, like, my expenses, not even going to lie, are kind of high. You know what I mean? Like I said, I live in two places. I pay two rents. You know, I have an expensive car payment. I, you know, like I pay. Insurance. You wear
0: Supreme all the time. I like my <laughs> nice
1: shit. Yeah, I will admit, like I, I like, I like my nice shit. Like I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm 24 now, so I'm paying my I own got like, insurance.
0: Flag. exactly. Like I,
1: I like my drip, and I and I have my expenses. I like
0: my drip.
1: <laughs> so I feel like honestly, I'm just like like you're asking what made you this way, like. I don't know, I guess I'm just realistic. Like, I plan realistically and I I always keep grounded. Like, I always keep humble and I literally remind myself I have this amazing opportunity right now and I love my job, like, you know, I'm getting really, really taken care of here and and, and I'm learning and I'm growing and, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, but every single day, I kid you not, every day I wake up and I remind myself, this could all be gone tomorrow. And if it is, it's out of my control because, again, anything can happen with the company it can go under my boss could wake up tomorrow morning and decide he doesn't like me and hire another like you, you get what i'm saying these things are outside of my control
0: like you get what i'm saying
1: so when that happens and because i know that i have concrete expenses that i have to pay every single month that is literally my single motivator that's what tells me okay stay on top of the expenses stay on top of the emergency fund, always make sure that you have multiple streams of income, multiple streams of revenue, so that if and when that day ever comes, I know that I'm not just going to be fucked. That's
0: true.
1: Like you, know, like, you know what I mean? I
0: agree. That's why I feel like also on my show, you know, as an assistant on that show, there's other assistants, and I, I felt very grateful that... I had a background in graphic design and had right. another skill, a skill that I can easily freelance You can and freelance do. anytime. Exactly. exactly. But a lot of them, the show, you know, TV shows are all contract jobs because it's not forever. You, you write the show, you film the show, it wraps, you work on another show. You might come back the next season, but it's still, it's not like a full-time employment. So the show wrapped and a lot of people were sort of anxious, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get money? How am I going to do this? Because they only have that one skill. They've only been employed in one type of industry. But I was very lucky that like, oh, I can just get a freelance design job if I need to. And that's also, I'm doing that right now. I'm designing some icons for a company, but I'm also you know starting another job on a TV show and I can do both and I have, multiple skills multiple streams of income ways that I can get paid and easily especially jobs like being a designer or even a photographer a job where you have your own skill set and it's not dependent on like this one specific company giving me a job I feel like a lot of people have really, yeah I can do that anywhere I can be a designer anywhere it's a very flexible job and I feel like a lot of people have jobs that are like they're very niche like I might excel at this company but then this company goes under and I have no like translatable skills to work somewhere else yeah so I encourage people like especially we live in like a very digital era like learn coding learn all these things that you can that are actually valuable to people and that you can easily do in a variety of places you can do that shit from home like I'm doing the project I'm doing I'm working at, at home I don't have to go into same, an office same, yeah exactly, and exactly. So I feel like people. that's need the move to, these days people need to learn relevant skills and not just pointless things
1: make sure that your shit never goes obsolete obsolete absolutely yeah. 100% what
0: about yours? How much like percentage do you recommend people save every month? Or how much do you save?
1: I mean, I don't think that there's like a one fits all answer for that because at the end of the day everyone is making a different amount. everyone yeah. has different type of you know expenses that that you know that, that they're going be that they're going to be needing you know to, to put their to put their money towards. Um, I don't think that there's a one fits all answer for that. Um, personally for me, um, I, I I don't even have like every single month it's different for me. You know what I mean? I don't have like a designated amount that always, always, this is the the same amount that goes towards savings, um, every single month. But in general, what people do recommend is at least 25%. And I, that's agreeable. I think that that's agreeable. I think that that's fair. Um, I think that whatever job that you have and whatever you're getting paid you should be comfortable enough to be able to store twenty five percent of that for a rainy day, one hundred percent, and maybe use that as a metric. Maybe use that as a standard. If you're not able to do that, maybe you're at the wrong job. Maybe you need to level up. Maybe you need to. <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> no, I, I mean to be honest though. To be honest though, right?
1: Because because here's the thing, you know, if you're making if you're making. 10 grand a month like obviously that's that's doing pretty well you're making six figures at that point but obviously at that point where you're making six figures i understand you're gonna have like a little bit of like an elevated lifestyle like you're gonna want the nicer things you're gonna gonna want the nicer car the nicer you know home or apartment or whatever i get it so let's let's draw this out a little bit right so let's say you know your rent or your mortgage whatever for someone who's making six figures two thousand dollars a month is that fair two thousand dollars
0: a month low I'm making six figures,
1: five thousand <laughs> month. five thousand. Okay, we want to go there, five thousand. Even better, this will exemplify even better. You want to put five thousand dollars, you know, towards like this baller house. Okay, cool. So that's that's your monthly payment on the house. And then let's say you know you you, you want to drive a nice car. And let's say your monthly car payment one thousand. Oh shit. Yep, on a
0: Maserati. We live in. We live in. Okay, we <laughs> making
1: six figures. We live in, mm-hmm. right? So $5,000 to the house, $1,000 to the to the to the car. We're at 6,000 now, right? In order to put 25% away, we want to put $2,500 away to savings. Guess what? At this rate, our biggest expenses are already out of the way and we still got some money to spare. So we're at 6,000, we can spend up to $7,500 I literally have $1,500 to do whatever else I need to do. So that's going to go towards my insurance. You know, that's going to go towards, you know, my, my going out, my entertainment, you know, that's going to go towards my cell phone bill, my gas, my credit cards, anything else that should be more than enough. That should be more than more than enough. And if, and, and, and and you'll see based off the calculation that I just did, you'll see that that's fair. Like it sounds, it checks out like, like it sounds good. It sounds like it's something that's feasible. Right. Um, the point where it gets not feasible, the point where someone says, oh, no, 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 25%. That's way too much to put away. I can never put away that much. Well, you sit down, you hammer out their expenses, and that's when you start to see, okay, this is clearly where the red flag is. You know what I mean? If you're like, let's, let's go back to the 10 grand example. If that's, what, if that's what you're making, and you're literally saying, I can't put away 2.5K each month, that means that your house... Your car, everything else that you pay for it, that means that it adds up to more than 7.5k per month. I'm sorry, but if you're making 10 grand a month and your expenses add up to over 75%, one of two things. Number one, either you are living way too far outside your means and you need to humble yourself
0: Damn. and you, you need to downgrade, sit, down, down. Right? Be sit down, be
1: humble, <laughs> or number two, that's fine. You want that lifestyle? Level up. Go for that new job. Go for that raise. Go for you know opening up your horizons to multiple, multiple, more streams of income than what, just that one job. What
0: if I'm making three thousand a month and my rent? You know the rent is too damn high, as they say. So I'm making three thousand. Say my rent is one one thousand. One. one. That's and then, you, you know I have a car. And I gotta I gotta put gas in it. So say all my expenses are like two thousand a month. Well
1: think about it, you're still able to put yeah. at least <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see this is this is why I'm saying this is why people come up with that twenty-five percent number, because it's kind of a universal number that no matter what situation you're in, you should be able to accommodate it. That like i crazy. said i don't believe in one fits all for anything especially when it comes to finance because again i am completely understanding of the fact that you know everyone's in a different financial situation yeah, what if i making three
0: thousand but i have two kids so that's already oh if you are making
1: three thousand <laughs> you got two kids you're doing something wrong with your life <laughs> Shit. that's all i gotta say that's all yeah, i gotta yeah. say three thousand <laughs> a month is thirty six thousand dollars for the year if you're making thirty six thousand for the year you're barely able to support yourself, much less adding two well, humans. People do
0: into it. Them. People do it. Yeah. People broke. And you, know what, <laughs> and you know what that
1: proves? That proves that people are terrible at making decisions. They made the decision to have sex, they made the decision Damn. to get pregnant, they made the decision to literally bring human beings into this world that they are 100% responsible for until that human being turned 18. Personally, that scares the shit out of me. I wouldn't do that to my own, you know, child, my own offspring, if I wasn't a hundred percent sure that I could provide for them financially and give them the life that they need and buy them diapers and buy them food and buy them <laughs> everything that's piss
0: they on the floor. They I wouldn't
1: like at this point in my life with what I'm making, which I don't make great, great money, but I make decent money. Like you I make do money! I do okay we with my right
0: money. <laughs>
1: Like, but I will tell you with, I'm telling you, that's my point, with what I'm making right now, I'm not confident in having a kid. I'm not confident in having all of those expenses. So for someone who's making literally $36,000 a year, for example, if they are comfortable bringing not one, but two kids into this world, I'm not even going to have a problem saying you're doing something wrong.
0: (laughs) Damn. I mean, I think that is harsh, but um, it is true. It's fair (laughs) and
1: it's true. It is harsh. Call it It what you want, it's but it's true, thirty six thousand, that's enough for like a single person to support themselves. That's enough for someone to say, okay, a thousand dollars for rent, you know, a few hundred for the car, a few hundred for other expenses, and then I'm gonna put about a grand away wage, but that's basically what it is. Don't even talk about taxes yet. Don't even get me started with taxes yet. That's just enough net for you to for you to be scraping by as a single adult. You know what I mean? So so yeah, like At the end of the day, it's always two choices if you're uncomfortable with your financial situation. It's either you downgrade your lifestyle or, you know, and you humble yourself and you live within your means, which, you know, again, that's not always a bad choice. But even better yet, level up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Make yourself desirable. Make yourself marketable. Make yourself, you know, an appealing option so that people literally cannot say no to you your clients, your next employer, whomever.
0: That's you true. should always, always
1: but be But what about, anymore.
0: you know, we are in a changing economy. And I sure. do agree with you. But some people say, like, you know, I was a coal miner. And now people don't like coal anymore. So <laughs> how can I level up if I can't get a coal job? What, what, what can I do?
1: Yeah, so that's just, I mean, again, like... I don't I don't have any pity for those people <laughs> and here's the reason why this was, this kind of goes back to what you mentioned about 15 minutes ago ago about how we are in an era of technology. We are literally and not only that but where we are geographically forget LA forget OC just America period we're literally in the land of opportunity. okay you were a coal miner. X amount of years ago, and you know, obviously people don't be mining coal no more. Okay? You literally have a million other opportunities. Get started with an online business. You know what I mean? Apply, start at the bottom. Start at an entry level job anywhere, and then move up from there.
0: You get what I'm saying? Like, I kid you not, but I'm 50, and I don't know how to use the internet, so.
1: Sounds like a limiting belief to me. Anybody can learn how to use the internet. You know what I mean? Like, like literally, I hear people say that all the time. But like for me, my client Jason Capital, like, so he's a big marketing guru. What we, what we do at our company is we sell, you know, high ticket marketing courses. They're kind of biz off, right? Like, well, that's what we call it in our space. It stands for business opportunity. So we sell our courses, how to make money online, basically to everybody. We don't have a target. I will say it right now. We don't have a niche, and we don't have a target. Our customer, yeah. our customer base, you will see anyone from, you know, literally, I kid you not, thir- 13, 14-year-olds making money online. Our oldest customer is probably, like, 70 years old. Damn. And they're savvy with, you know, computer, phone, whatever, and they're making a killing. You know, we have, we, have, we have a customer, Kirby Robbins, and every single year of his life for, like, the past 10, 20, 30 years, he was making the same calories salary. He was capped out at $45,000 a year. What?
0: Oh shit. <laughs> Got to clutch my pearls. 45,000 for 10 years? Yeah, why they do Kirby like that?
1: <laughs> so Kirby and and again, I'm I'm not even going to I'm not even going to beat around the bush here. Kirby's literally well over 70 years old at this mm. point. And at the company that he was with, you know, it goes back to the old, oh, well, you know, I, I mine coal. And now that, you know, that's, that's what he did. You know, that's way back when, when he was in college, that was literally, you know, he got, he got a degree in something that is today obsolete. <laughs> and that's why he's not able to make money from it. As soon as he started working with us, with our company, with my client, Jason, literally after just a few months of coaching, the next year he made $1.2 million. Oh, no, shit. He literally goes from 45000 a year for the greater good of his life, for the greater part of his life, to $1.2 million. And the reason is because he left that boss, he left that company, and he literally started doing his own thing. So he works in commercial
0: real estate now
1: he started his own construction company. Mm-hmm. Before, all he was was just a construction
0: worker. Oh, but he had the knowledge. He had the knowledge, mm-hmm.
1: he had the skills, and with Jason's coaching, he literally went, started his own company, had mo- signed multiple deals with you know huge commercial properties, which as you know, cost millions and millions and millions of dollars to build. And he netted, last year, $1.2 million. So I'm sorry, but any older person or whatever, whatever you say, you know, whatever they say, oh, you know, I don't know how to use the Internet or like, oh, you know, I don't know how to do this or I don't have the money to afford, you know, this course that's going to show me how to do it. Those are literally all limiting beliefs. Yeah, that's so
0: true. They're literally, they're literally all People limiting beliefs. People don't want to hear that, though. They want to they so live in s- whatever their yeah. excuses so are. So
1: here's, so here's kind of the alternate to that. You know, again, like, it is an era of technology, but at the end of the day, let's be fair, right? Like, not everyone's going to be technology savvy. Not everyone is going to have an interest in that. Not everyone is going to want to work from home and make money. Some people, they like brick and mortar, you know what I mean? So here's a solution to that. Literally, anything entry-level to start is fine. Go work in a supermarket. Go work in retail. Go work in whatever. Like, they're, Like, for here, here's a great example. I used to work at Nordstrom, right? And Nordstrom is one of the best department stores out there, revenue and sales wise. They outdo all of their competition by so much every single year, year after year after year. So, but as a starting employee there, when you first get your foot through the door, you don't make much. You make minimum wage and you make a small percentage off of the commissions of everything that you sell. But as you continue to stay and finesse and kind of (laughs) climb that corporate ladder and strengthen your skills every single day, Easily you can make six figures at Nordstrom.
0: Oh, and people I don't know that. that. Yeah, no pe-
1: people most people don't know that I literally had co-workers who were making six figures just working a sales job at Nordstrom
0: Because They were selling a lot
1: because they yeah Because they were selling a lot because they were perfecting their craft Because every single day they made it a point to learn their customers better to learn selling better to, to You know, they put in that work to learn about their products, you know, every time something new comes in they familiarize themselves things like that. Kaizen is what we call it. Kaizen <laughs> is, is it? the <laughs> Japanese word okay. for micro improvements every single
0: day. Oh, I heard that. Yes. And when I worked at Tom's, they t- I didn't know. Kaizen, that's what we call that. It. They use that term. I think it was like some Olympic team. Oh, yes. With the bikes. They were riding the bikes or oh, something. Yeah. It was so like, that's, that's each, they would work on these minuscule things like, oh, if you tighten this screw, that will make you They're go one little millimeter little faster and all these one like, yeah, exactly. yeah, it was like all these tiny things.
1: tiny little biomechanics of this and of this and yes. of this all together, yeah. that contributes yeah. to a larger goal. That is literally like our company culture in one word right there is Kaizen. We don't need, so what we have is we, call, we, we have lag measures and we have lead measures, right? And we have weekly meetings and we discuss these measures. The lag measure is the long-term goal. Hey, what's the, what's the goal that's going to be at the end of this quarter or at the end of the year? That is the lag goal and it'll be a big goal. It'll be, oh, you know, we want this one product to make a million dollars. But here's the thing, you don't make that happen overnight, right? Obviously, you don't make a million dollars overnight from just one product but what you do is you have means of getting there and there are, you know, there's multiple parts, moving parts to that vehicle. So if you literally just Kaizen every single day and you work on micro improvements and you tweak small little things that'll contribute, those are your leads and they contribute to your lab goal.
0: They
1: can, they contribute to the, to the bigger picture.
0: A good philosophy. I need some Kaizen in my yes, life. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So
1: back to what you're saying. Like, yeah, I get it. With people these days, you know, they're full of excuses. They're lazy. They don't want to learn. They don't want <laughs> to <laughs> learn something new. You know, they don't want to buy a laptop and they don't want to be made. Like, like I get it. Not everybody is going to be entrepreneurial like that. Not everybody's going to want that. Some people just want to go traditional. You know, some people just want to go brick and mortar. Like I get that. Literally. Starting somewhere is better than not starting at all. You you get what I'm saying? That's that's all I really got to say. So start at the bottom. Start entry level. Start as an intern. Who cares if you're 40 years old and you have Mm -hmm. to be an intern? You're in a new industry. You got to work
0: your way up there. You know what I mean? You may have... But I'm 40. Now I got two kids. I lost my job. Maybe I can't afford to be an intern. But if you had done your saving as you said. <laughs> the emergency fund is lit!
1: The emergency fund is lit! Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think that there's always going to be those situations. I think that there's always going to be, you know, the really unfortunate situations that are going to continue to happen, you know, of people who are in those situations where they have kids and, you know, they have expenses and, you know, they never were at a point in their life where they were making so much money and they were always so comfortable. Like, like I get that. And, it, and it's really... A, it's really unfortunate, but at the end of the day, for those people even more, it's so important to be financially smart and educate yourself and and, and, and watch Ray's podcast. And, listen, and listen. And listen, <laughs> listen to Ray's podcast and understand, okay, you know, 20, 25% a month, you know, that's a stretch, but, you know, that'll be my lab goal. It's not going to be my lead goal. That'll be my lab goal. A lot so, of
0: people, you know... Just think of how much money you spend on Starbucks. I was listening to this. A lot Dude, of people are saying Yeah, like that. that's yeah. a lot of money. If you say you can't afford that, five bucks a day, say you get it every weekday only, twenty five bucks a week or yeah. Yeah, twenty five
1: yeah. A hundred dollars a month.
0: Yeah. By the end of the year you could add twelve hundred dollars extra. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that can go towards a lot. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? So, so the worst number in business is one. That is literally the worst number that is the enemy. You know, you never wanna have just one source of income. You never wanna have just one source of revenue. You wanna, you never wanna just be able to rely on just one business because at the end of the day, you're just leaving it up to too many wild cards if you do that, way, way too many. You know what I mean? You can loot, your, your business can go bankrupt overnight. You cannot have it the next day. There are just way too many external factors that you have no control over. But if you have multiple you know, sources of income and multiple revenue streams and better yet multiple businesses that you either invest in or have ownership in or run or whatever it may be, if one of them goes to shit, you always know that you can rely on all of the others. And it doesn't have to be you know, 10 plus or 20 plus like all of the insane entrepreneurs out there these days. It can literally be, like, two or three other side things that'll at least get you by if your main thing ever goes, ever goes awry. Mm,
0: so just learn do. some skills. I feel like we all have skills, you know? I yeah. guess we should if you don't. You <laughs> but to to make money from those skills is one thing. Like, I have it's a friend. Hard, yeah. And, oh, yeah, so I was in Palm Springs over the weekend, and now people probably know this they have these airbnb experiences now but it's just like in people's fucking house and they're they're teaching you stuff. that's an excellent way to get side money like we went to this lady's house for a meditation class and we were just in her backyard she did the meditation lighting sage and whatever and that was like $15 $15 a person there was six of us there think there how much money go. she just made and if she has she multi- have to do anything yeah that's just in her house anything. yeah and like she could do that 10 times a day and make like several hundred dollars a day just from doing that like I have another friend like she likes to do yoga and she's from the Caribbean so she invented her own like caribbean style yoga playing like island beats and she just like does it in the park charges people 20 dollars. There like there's a lot of things that you know people take whatever interests that you already like i think when people think of starting a business or other streams of income they think it has to be some big thing like oh i need to buy a store i need to do this like no like whatever side hobby that you already do like especially now with apps, there's like I said, Airbnb, there's Eventbrite, there's all these like events you could be hosting yeah. that you could just do it at your house or rent out a very cheap space, even a rent out spaces. There's an app called Peer Space where you can rent places by the hour and host your events or whatever. Like there's so many different ways I think creative ways to make money and it's made easier by having all these apps you could be an uber driver like that's easy that's side money yeah exactly you don't even have to think about it exactly there's so many ways to make money easily and I think like you said like and so we do tend to make excuses as humans but it's like level up as you level
1: <laughs> up always be leveling up not down
0: I know Tiffany the people can't see but she has a sign in her house that says nobody cares work harder like 50 times <laughs> very harsh <laughs> you're like like a constant t- reminders yes though. you're like a tiny little Vietnamese Gary V <laughs>
1: Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Constant reminders.
0: Sorry, listeners. This is a harsh episode. <laughs> you need to get out there, level up. The emergency fund is lit. <laughs> Lots of quotables.
1: The emergency fund is always lit. Yes. And again, at the end of the day, remember, at the end of the day, you know, when you're, when you're in a situation where you got to make that crucial decision of, hey, do I downgrade my lifestyle or do I upgrade, you know, my money game? (laughs) (laughs) Just remember that at the end of the day, nobody likes to downgrade their lifestyle. So that should answer your question right there in regards to what you need to do. Do what you got to do.
0: Damn. On that note, thanks. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Please do myself and yourself, let's let's keep it real, yourself a favor by going on Instagram and following us at Stuff I Don't Like podcast. You can also visit us on the internet, the interweb at stuffidontlike.net. I'd also love for you to check out the cartoon web series that I've been working on. It's a comedy. It's hilarious. You'll love it. And follow that on Instagram at Julisa J-U-L-I-S-A underscore who. W H O. Follow that on Instagram and go to our website, JulissaWho.com. And if you're in the L.A. area, we're having a premiere party August 10th. You can find out more information about that on the website. But I'm gonna be there. Julissa, who's the co-star and creator of the show, is gonna be there. There's gonna be music, drinks, comedy performances it's gonna be dope so check that out and thanks always remember to subscribe rate and review the stuff i don't like podcast if you haven't done so already tell your friends tell your kids tell your wife tell your husband tell whoever and thanks for listening to the show see you next week guys